Back to Hot Take Central. Always available on the 590 The Fan app. Now here are Cam, Charlie, and Jim on 590 The Fan. It's a lovely song. I didn't know she sang. What's wrong with you? I was a kid. Seeing Dolly Parton. I mean, no, it wakes you up a little bit. You know. Well, you know. Who said that? Drinking that semen again. Oh, that's you. Sleeman. Hey, did you see this dude, Charlie? I'm sure sure you appreciate this. The YouTuber over the uh, in his his plane season from years ago. Was this years ago? Yeah, I saw the headline. I tweeted about it as a joke. Apparently, oh yeah, you you did tweet about it. You go. "Hmm." Apparently, he crashed his plane a couple years ago for YouTube views. Yeah, so he uh, and he's going facing up to 20 years in prison now. So he he rented. He was a YouTube guy doing crazy stuff, but he acted like had engine failure. And so he's like filming it, and he's like getting out. And he puts his parachute on, and he jumps out, and he films it, and he lands, and then the plane crashes. But then he hikes to the plane. And he does it in such a remote spot, so no one would come and investigate, because you'll know that the plane was fine, and they did it just for views. So he tried to get some people to come out and, and pick up all the pieces and collect it and send it different places, but they got him, and they realized that was a stunt, and they're gonna give him. They're gonna get him. They're gonna get him for that. Yeah, this dude. That's ballsy, though, man. That's ballsy. It's stupid. Dude, he's jumping over mountains in the middle of nowhere. Oh, my. Even landing with a parachute over that that, that terrain. Get caught on a mountain somewhere. Ooh. Do you remember the story? And we can look this up. I don't remember the exact yeah. when it happened. It was in the last, let's say, two, three years where it was a smaller plane and the plane crashed and they went and they did their due diligence about why the plane crashed. Yeah. And they essentially came to the conclusion that the pilot was taking selfies. Oh, wow. It was in the last couple of years, I remember. Yeah, Damn, dude. I remember that. Brutal. Think about that. Look, monetizing social media is good. Unless... Dang right it is. Unless you're putting people in na- mm-hmm. nature at risk. Or embarrassing people or whatever, you know. But I, you know, I, I got the urinal. You got that. Fenway. I did That's not it. jumping out of a plane, but it's pretty close. close. It's pretty close. close. Imagine that, dude. Jumping out of a plane for YouTube. Crashing it and having this whole scheme I'm trying to cover it up. You know what else I see? Not so much on the TikTok feed, maybe because I stopped looking at them, but <clears throat> like these grocery store pranks where they go I up hate and it. they start, and it, someone's going to get killed, and it just it's going to lead to a bad thing. Well, like it's not. There's like multiple versions of it, right? So some people will go on and they'll just take milk and they'll dump it out and stuff like that or do stupid stuff or steal. But these guys will come and they'll be like an older man looking and he'll stand right there and have like a fart and like fart right in his face. And the guy's like, what are you doing? Or they'll, a guy's looking the other way and he'll, the kid will smack him in the back of the head and look the other way and somebody else will walk through. They're going to get their asses yeah. kicked, Jimmy. Yeah. It's stupid. Awful. I don't like that at all. 
You want the article here? Yeah. This is from 2015. It says, taking selfies likely caused fatal Colorado plane oh my crash. God. And uh, investigators found an undamaged GoPro video camera near the wreckage and recovered its data card. Video from the card showed the 29-year-old pilot with several passengers on flights the previous day and one nighttime flight shortly before the fatal trip taking photos of himself with his cell phone, according to investigators. And the pilot died and a passenger. God-awful. That is god-awful. The camera's flash was activated and illuminated the cockpit area, the report said. Oh, really? And distracted the pilot. Scary. I hope it was worth it. It yeah. wasn't. No, it was not worth worth it. Oh, well, I got like a thousand clicks. Yeah, but you died. Yeah. But you got clicks. You're okay. Jeez, Louise. I wonder what's going to happen with that guy though. Jumped out of the plane. Hmm. Did the cat have to pay taxes on his ring? How much? Angry yes. dragon. Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. So how much was it worth? No, you don't have to say. Yeah. Just ballpark. Give us a. I don't even remember. It was honestly. Oh uh, come on. I honestly don't. Five figures. Five figures. Ten thousand at least. I think it was a little less than that. Okay. Okay. But you're you're paying taxes on it, and I think they. See, told then I wouldn't want it. I think they gave you. I a know. Card. I think you're... they. I think they gave you a card that said, "Don't forget, you have to." I think they they made everyone aware, and so paid taxes on it. But I think if you had the opportunity, your your kid loves the Cardinals and loves baseball, and you had an opportunity to make sure that he has he that? Would get it. Yeah. yeah, it's worth it. So if you get a nine thousand dollar ring, you gotta you gotta basically pay about three k in taxes ish. I don't think I would want that personally. I'm not three k in taxes. Hell no. You're not paying. I don't even understand the concept Why of paying not? taxes on a gift. What okay, twenty eight percent. Whatever your I don't know. Whatever your number. I have a tax guy, but we paid taxes on it, and we knew that going in. And now I have it for Tyler. I have that, and a we also Cole. You won't like this. Uh oh. But I have a. NL championship ring too. Oh, which is actually nicer because it's like less gaudy. Like you give could, it back. You could wear that every day. It's a cool ring. I hope you're paying thirty eight percent on that. Give it back. I don't even understand the concept. So you have to pay taxes on something that was gifted to you from an employer. You always do. Like at the end of the year, Fox Two used to give everybody. It's very nice. A seventy five dollar Schnooks actually Schnooks gift card, but that would show up on your taxes. Yeah. Because it's a form of compensation. I get you. Yeah, just so you know, like, anything oh. you get. Okay, I, I know what you mean now. No, anything anything you get that has a value, you pay taxes on. Sounds like this guy doesn't pay a lot of taxes on that. He looks scared now. He does. No, He's, I just... So I, when All those so gift cards you else, get. Yeah, yeah. When, so when Hadley would cut you in with, like, a you know a couple hundred bucks, you just don't report that, right? Well, uh, somebody else did my taxes on April 15th. I, I, but I'm doing them next year, so I'll have to figure it all out. Get them! Here's 87,000 coming after you, Cole. Cole, there's a difference. Like, someone could do your taxes, but if you don't provide the receipts of everything you got, pr- it's not on the tax preparer, it's on you. All the, all the information was there. Uh-huh. All of it? Uh-huh. You ever go to the casino? Hey, you ever go to the casino and win a couple bucks? You report that? The Hadley Crime Family. Wow. Exists. Wow. You ever win a fantasy fantasy football pool? I don't think I have ever won at the casino that, that I've gone. I'm starting to get uncomfortable. Cole. Yeah. Do you believe in law and order? Yes. <sighs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. 
Get him. I just picture Cole sitting next to Gavin Newsom at the French Laundry. Yes. Yes. I report all my income. Okay. What about a Tuesday night poker night with the boys and you you, you, you win sixty bucks. You win sixty bucks. The government deserves at least twenty of those of dollars. At least. Actually probably fifty. It's all gonna come back. You'll get it back. Don't fix a pothole, dude. Hell no, I'm not reporting that. Oh, oh wow. I, I Write it down. I wow. haven't played poker with my Write friends it down. since college. I, it, it hasn't no, happened I don't in know a about while. That. Sports gambling with your buddy. You bet 50 bucks on a game, you win. <laughs> I know. You, you bragged about it the other day. Report that, dude. Government gets 17 Come bucks. Come on. You're a mentor. We're all grinding out here, Cole. Your mentor taught you well, sir. <laughs> We're grinding out here. Paying our taxes. Jeremy Boyer, who plays for the Oregon, for the Cards and Blues, got a ring, or at least an allowance for one. Sharon. Yeah, they don't care about me. I didn't do anything. You uh, banged the gong. Oh, that's right. The drum. Yeah, but that was, uh, they didn't win then. 2019, I was still doing a lot of reporting there. Remember, I looked like an idiot with Mike Bush, remember? I'm going to write Caruso an email. I'm going to write him an email. I, I texted him something that we uh, were talking oh, about yes. on the show and he never got back. Remember, he stuck that uh, golf ball up by the pen and flipped me off. Said, take that and like it. That's pretty good. I was chirping him, too. So you guys all suck, being such a Hoosier. He's probably with really important people. <laughs> and then he sticks it two, they feet, loved it two feet from the pen, looks back at me. I'm like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. That's a gimme. I saw Jack's the other day, too. A lot of people are starting to creep me out now. I'm starting to get worried. I'm going to have to plant some trees. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, nice, Hockey Bob. You got a new vehicle, 2013 CRV. I wanted you to get a gosh dang Escalade, but I'll... let me look at that thing. It looks pretty clean. Keep the pigs out of it. Was Cam serious when he said he didn't know Dolly Parton was a singer? No, Colby, I was not. Just trying to make a point. Just trying to make a point. That's all. We got Maddie Holiday on. Oh, snap. Play that music. Woo! Oh, I love it. You know what I'm a chicken fry. Beautiful voice. Puts me in a good mood. Maddie Holiday, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on? They have a big question for you, we, Matt. We, morning. They morning. Have a, oh, Jim. Is that Jim's booty boys? That's Jimmy. He's back. <laughs> he had a rough oh, week. Wow. Way to rally, Jim. Got Wait. home probably medium late last night and uh, came on the show anyways, huh? No, actually, I flew out early yesterday. Oh, yeah. I didn't have to stay with the team oh, since it wasn't oh. our game. But these guys, oh. and, and uh, by the way, it wasn't a rough week. I led the, the Cardinals to a big rebound road trip thanks to me. Let's be honest about it. Yeah. You know that, Matt. You know when things aren't going yeah. well, you guys turn to me, and I give you some words uh, yep. to uplift you. Yeah. Yep, always. Hey, we uh, for one, did you have a good Mother's uh, weekend, man, Mother's Day weekend? I did. I did. We uh, we had a great weekend, and, uh, yep, so everything's good. So, yeah. Started, no, uh, not enough. I not did. enough. Did you get flowers, what, candy? You Detail. What would you do? Know. Chocolate. Detail, please. Uh, Cards. Uh you know, just card. You know, we're we're at twenty three years, you know, of marriage, so you know, I tell her every day's Mother's Day. You know, she's yeah. not a she's not a big she doesn't have to have gifts all the time, so she's she's pretty awesome. So, you know, just a card and a and a uh and some kind words from the kids, you know? Yeah, I get that. Aww. I get that. That's nice. Hey, I got a question for you. And uh, Cole, our uh, our producer, he's a, he's a young young lad. He's got uh, you know high potential, but he did call out Jimmy the other day. High we were, potential. We were talking about um, we're talking about you know getting rings and and who gets them. And I asked Cole. I goes Cole. I go you know Jimmy got a ring. He deserves that big time. He's out there grinding every damn day. And Cole said that he doesn't. 
and he shouldn't get one. And uh, and I was going to ask you, the text line wanted to ask you, do you think Jim the Cat Hayes, with all the work he puts in, deserves a ring from the Cardinals? For 2011. The for one 2011. That, you, that yes. you sweat, you, sweat you bled for that ring, Dang right. and Jim also has one. Yeah. How does that feel? <laughs> Doesn't feel great. No, it kind of takes the, take the, uh, takes the specialness out of it. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, if they gave him one of those little replica rings they would give out to the fans, you know, when they did the replica ring day, mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with that. But, you know, I just feel like, you know, the, the real thing for, for Jim is probably, you know, it, like I said, it it makes us who actually did something, you know, it makes us feel like, you know, we, uh, you know, it's just not quite as special. But, you know, uh, charity's good. So a little bit of charity thrown Jim's way. Um you know, it's fine. You know, he can hand it down and maybe, um, you know, maybe somebody someday can make a little money off of that. No, Ty, it's my son, Tyler, who you know, and he's going to have it. He ain't selling it. He'll pass it down to his Oh, uh, yeah. He's going to pawn that thing off. And <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. If we're all in agreement that I didn't earn it, how would you guys have reacted if I walked into the clubhouse next year or the year after you won it? Wearing that thing like, like I had something to do with it. That would have been great. Like see, that would have been. I would have liked that because that's funny. But um, just having it, you know, and 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 you know, I I, I would appreciate if you'd wear it more often, Jim. <laughs> and your gold chain. You're back. I'm wearing it. Next time you're back, I'm wearing it. And your gold chain. I hope you do. <laughs> so. So Matt Holiday, the Cardinals oh are back, baby. I mean, the first month is very uncardinals like, but now you got a sweep of the Red Sox. They take two a tree from the uh, from the Cubbies, and things are looking a lot better. What do you think? I yeah, I mean, I think. Look, I, I thought they. I mean, they weren't going to be a, a a bad team like they were in April, and and eventually. You have an, you have talent, you have leadership, you have veterans. Um, you're, you're you don't. I'm not sure what this team is, but it's definitely not what it was in April. And so, uh, eventually, Nolan Arenado was going to hit home runs. He hits home runs every year. He hits between you know 28 and 40 home runs every year. He wasn't going to hit two homers a month. Um, eventually. You know these guys' baseball cards eventually are going to return to to more in line with what they've done in their career, which means this team is talented enough to win the division. Now, did they put themselves in a big hole? Of course they did, but I I, I think that this team has the ability uh, to climb out of the hole. I don't think the division is is that good. Obviously, the Brewers have good starting pitching. I think the Pirates are returning to more of what we thought they were. Um, you know, I. I, I just think this division is still going to be up for grabs, and and uh, it's good to see that that you know on a road trip to go get five out of six. Uh, just need to keep the momentum going at home. I mean, traditionally the Cardinals have played really really good baseball at home, and and they're going to have to do that. I wanted to ask you because one of the things we talked about on this show was Flaherty, who um, was really frustrated with his last start, and there was a big thing about uh, us asking him about not having velocity and. Basically, he said, as reporters, we don't really understand pitching. What's the frustration level like? You've been in that situation where after a bad loss or maybe you had a bad game. I'm not sure you ever had a bad game, but let's just say <laughs> hypothetically if you oh, did. Funny. And then you get like 10 guys around asking you about it. How frustrating is that? And how, how much are you conscious of the fact that 
I mean, you were always nice to the media that you can't just unload on people because it makes you look bad. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, there's there's times uh, as human beings where you're frustrated with your own performance, uh, and then you have to answer the same question. Um, and, and some of the questions to us or, or to athletes may seem um, silly or um, maybe, you know, you just – it's it's sometimes we can't fathom the idea that you might ask a stupid question, um, which I was always – very ready because I know you. So I was always ready for your stupid questions. Um, so, you know, I, I think sometimes, you know, you just, you have to be able to be, uh, understand that you're talking to the fans and there's going to be times where uh, you're going to be, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to want to not do it. You're going to want to um, be sarcastic and, and even, you know, on, on the verge of, of being mean about some of the, the, the so you know sometimes to perceive dumb questions, but uh, as a professional, it's your job and uh, and and answering the questions and um, so yeah, I mean I get it. Like I I you know I, I understand that frustration is is part of it, but at the same time you, you have to be careful um, and and how you present that because it is a reflection on you and and you know and you want to. You know, you want to keep it. You want to keep it where you know you, you don't add any drama or any sort of controversy to the to the clubhouse, and and, uh, and you don't want to give people, you know, things to talk about in a negative light about the team or, or you as an individual. If I had a time machine, I would go back in time to the season after you guys won it, after you had an O for four, and I would have the ring yeah. on, and I would wave it in your face, <laughs> and I would say, "How can a guy in your position?" Have not learned to lay off the outside breaking stuff. <laughs> I would have loved that. Yeah, I would have handled that well, Jim. I would have handled that really, really well. So, Matt, did you ever in your career, I'm sure you wanted to say this, but did you ever tell a media member, you don't understand hitting? <laughs> I, I don't think so. You'd have to, you might have to go back and fact check me on that one, but I don't, I don't ever remember. I don't remember ever going there. Uh, I might have thought that, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, particularly like in the dugout pregame or, you know, even on the field postgame with a certain Valley Sports member. But, Shot at Pat uh, Harris. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I don't, I, don't think, I don't think so. I don't think I, I – I hope I didn't. I mean, look, like I said, there's, there's – baseball can, can get you pretty frustrated, but I don't think I ever did. But you thought it, though. You did think it. And still does. Yeah, I told you. When you ask me stupid questions, I always thought, God. No, no, you know. no, no. Let's not make this about you and you and I. But you, when you get asked questions about <laughs> yeah, hitting, why not? About <laughs> hitting generally, even if it wasn't from me, you have thought, this guy doesn't really understand what it takes to do what I do, right? Sure. That's fair. Oh, 100%. But there's only a few people that do. I mean, unless you stepped in that box in a major league game, it's hard to understand how hard it is. And so, I mean, you, you have, I mean, you you got to have sympathy, or, or I guess you got to have understanding that that you know very few people get to step into the box in a, in a major league game and 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 do that. So, um, I, I guess that that that's what I would say is is that it you, you have to understand these these guys these these media members have never done it, and so sometimes the questions are going to come from a place that's hard for you to understand that that has done it and so 
uh, that's just part of it. I mean, that's just, you know, that's all sports. I mean, I, like I said, there's very few media members that are asking questions from a place of having been in the exact same situation that they're asking about. That's interesting. I was going to ask that kind of in a, in a funny way, but you explained it perfectly. I was going to say, what percentage of media members you think really kind of understand the game and ask the, the proper questions? Me. Even, if, even if they didn't play, though, even if they didn't play in the majors or even at any level. Me. Well, I, I think the, the longer you do it and the, and the more you're around the players and you t- spend time studying it, I mean, I, I think the questions would be better. You know, I mean, I think sometimes the guys that are just pop in and pop out and, and don't really get to know the players or ask questions away from sort of writing stories where, you know, you get time where you just say, hey, why don't you explain this to me? Or um, So I, I think that there are, are, are really good reporters that, that actually try to learn and, and uh and understand how hard the game is. Um, so, I mean, I, I definitely think it, it can be, you know, guys can learn and, and do it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I think the guys get frustrated with the guys that they very rarely see um, or who, you know, don't take time to try to learn the, you know, maybe the ins and outs of what we're doing um, and, and how difficult the game is. If you don't – I think that's what frustrates guys is when people don't appreciate how hard it is. Do you have to sit down a kid maybe that can't didn't handle the media the right way? Like I know I keep you know talking about Jack Flaherty, but you won that game. You know that wasn't another loss; that was a win. And then it was all about him at the end. Like, was there any other like, younger kid that kind of didn't know how to handle the media and you had to sit him down and kind of teach him a thing or two? <coughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Clint Frazier, the year I was in New York, was a young player, and he had the long hair, and that was a big ordeal. And, um, you know, he thought everyone was against him. And so I tried to help him understand, you know, sort of not everybody's after him, and it's not, you know, kind of, you know, yeah. I mean, I think there's young players that you have to say, look, hey, man, this is part of the job. Like, yeah. you know, you, you can either fight it and, you know, and, and, and make a big deal out of it, or you can just kind of – Especially as a young player, like my whole thing was fly under the radar. Yes. You know, just just do your job, play well. You know, don't don't talk too much. Don't you know seek the help of, of older players. Watch how guys that you admire do their work. Yep. Um, and so that was my all my advice was like, you know, don't worry about the the things and and just worry about being good at the job. And then you know, it's sometimes you know everybody wants to immediately have the the cars and all the free stuff and the and the houses, and, and, you know, they want to live the lifestyle. And my whole thing was, you know, just focus on, on being a really good player, and then all that stuff can happen. But if you're worried about the wrong things, it's very difficult to be a really good player in, 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 in Major League Baseball. Matt, it's Cole here. I'm so glad that you just mentioned your year in New York. But what? What, Cam? Cole here. No, the Cole here. Cole here. Oh, he doesn't know who I am. It's all good. Okay. He's trying to get to know Matt. Like, hey, Matt said, you know, and I'm curious. I didn't want to. So you're telling me, Matt, because I did. (laughs) Now, I think you're kind of probably chirping the local TV guys who popped in and out every once in a while. Are you telling me? That pre-game or post-game, you wanted to spend extra time getting to know me during your career, and I was supposed to ask you questions. Come on now, Cole was just no, asking I didn't a question. Do that with you, I just got steamrolled. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I don't think. I think there's a way to be friendly where you can say, "Hey, can I ask you a question off air?" And you say whatever your question is. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think any anybody has a hard time. It's all about the approach, right? I mean. If you are trying to learn, I don't think anybody would ever be offended or, or put off by somebody in the media trying to actually learn about the game. I mean, I don't. 
I don't think so. I mean, I was I joking. Talk to you. <laughs> Can Cole ask his question Cole, now? ask your question, I was just Cole. kidding around. I've been waiting all week. I waited a whole week to ask this question. I'm so glad that you mentioned your year in New York because a lot of the Cardinals players have been getting snippy with the St. Louis media recently. And I was wondering if the New York media is as, as, as intimidating as they are made out to be because they definitely have the reputation of not pulling any punches. Did you have any experiences with that? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't find it that, that big of a difference outside of there was more of them. You know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, it was all the similar questions. I mean, there's only so many things you can ask. But I just thought it was, it was similar in that, but, you know, instead of four beat reporters, there was 10. Or after a game, you might have 20 people in front of your locker instead of eight. Um, so I, I didn't really, I didn't really think it was, it was as, uh, I was only there, like I said, a year. So, uh, I don't want to pretend like I know all the ins and outs of, of what the media is like in New York, but my experience was uh, they were fair. Uh, they were uh, there a lot. They asked a lot of questions, um, but it was it was to me it was very similar outside of the fact that there was just a lot of them. And for the record, I've told this story before. It wasn't just in New York where you sort of police the clubhouse, because when you were with the Cardinals, I remember Randall Grichik. And also Matt Adams, when I'd ask him to do an interview, they would say, can we do it over here where Holiday won't see us talking to you because he scares the heck out of us. <laughs> well, that's just for you. That was a special for me. Uh, treatment. I wanted, to make, I wanted to make sure you had to work for everything you got. I said, I said to Matt Adams, I said, Matt, you can't be that scared of Holiday. You're a giant guy. You're a big boy. And he said, no, Holiday would kill me. Yeah. That's what Matt Adams said. Well, I appreciate that. You know what I mean, Jim? Just got to make sure. You got to keep those young guys on edge a little That's bit. Right. But, uh, <laughs> like we do it cold. but love. You know? One other thing, yeah. just so you he's know, cold. too. I could have been a major league baseball player. Yeah, you could have. You got when, hurt. When you look as good as I do, you want to be in front of the camera more. Sure. And so I was pushed in that direction as a youngster to share my talents as a broadcaster. Yeah. I probably could have made you the done major it. leagues. As, you could have done it. As a middle infielder, yeah. you know, get on base, you know, be scrappy. Scrappy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I totally agree with that. Okay. Yeah. We're good, then. We're, We're good. good. All right, Maddie. We appreciate you coming on. We do. And uh, I'm glad that Cole got right. his question out there. Uh, you know, usually big oh, yeah. time. got stepped on there yeah. a little bit. Cole's a little nervous. He got stepped on by Charlie. All good. All good. Wasn't stepped good, on. Good to hear from you, Cole. Yeah. There it is. Thank it's you, a Matt. conversation. It's I'll a have conversation. something for you next step week, in. and I won't introduce step myself in, next time. Yeah. Can I just feel bad. Wait, hold on. Him. Before you Charlie, go. I feel bad. Before you go, Matt, you like Cole. Can you tell Charlie, let, yeah. let Cole ask his yeah. questions because Charlie's trying to big time. Yeah, I know. Charlie, create a little space for Cole, all right? It Listen, I love sick. Cole. He's from Ohio. Yeah. Matt, just like me, he's from, uh, now I'm from Toledo. Oh, okay. let him ask he's from question. Columbus. I know Matt probably doesn't care about that. But I wanted to say, what I wanted <laughs> I to say was, see, I actually, in my time when I used to be able to get a credential, we won't get into that. <laughs> But, see, I always wanted to not bother the players. But I do think that spring training, to me, was the best time to really get to know the players. Because, like, in all, in all honesty, during the season when you're grinding it out, like, I felt like I don't, I, don't wanna, I don't want this guy to have to talk to me before the game when he's trying to hit off Max Scherzer or afterwards when he's mad. But I think what you said was fantastic. Well, like I said, you got to pick your spot. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to – I mean, there's going to be – there's going to be times where it's it's appropriate, not appropriate. I mean, that's just having feel for you know 
being able to talk to someone. But I do think that guys don't mind talking to people in, in certain situations about about the game and, and helping y'all understand. You know, maybe some just some little stuff that maybe uh, it's hard to it's hard to understand from the outside looking in. Yeah, I get you, bud. Hey, we appreciate you coming on, Maddie. Thank you, man. All right. See, See you, guys. dude. See you. Thanks. Great job, Cole. <laughs> hey, Cole here. <laughs> he did, but he did get big time. Cole did no, get he big didn't. Time. No, you big time him. No. No, no, no. I chirped a little bit, but you totally jumped then, in and Then screwed he him up. asked the question. Cole. Yeah, but he was flustered Cole, after that. No, he was not. He was. Cole. Yeah. You got. You did get big. Yeah, no, look, I know I'm part of the crew. It's okay. But he was chirping but, you, Jimmy, a little bit with that question. Did you not notice that? That's what I was trying no, to say, no, no, Jim. No. What he I, was chirping I, the I was St. Louis sh- media for being soft, and he compared no. it to New York media. I didn't. No, I asked bit, a question. I didn't state an it's opinion. Okay. I asked a question so he could give the opinion. It's okay, that's how you do it, right, Jim? That's how you do it. Or you I do. love hey, that Cole, holiday. Or, or, None of those players wanted to talk extra to the media. No. They all hid from the media That's, in the other room with the video games and the food. Yep. They <laughs> all did. I just think people like to complain. They had golden tea and food. But, and when the clubhouse was open, they were all back there, so the media couldn't go back there. Yeah. And it was the two relievers that had just made the club. Yep. They I will say this. On me. It is kind of oh. true. Like, as a medium, you're there a lot. I'm not the guy that just pops in. Yeah. But if you go, like, I try to just go and talk to the players without the camera. So when they see you coming, they don't, it's not like you want something every time. Like, you're just two people. And I do think they appreciate that. But I will agree, Charlie. There are times where they're in the back eating or whatever. But, like, like Gold, Goldschmidt, if you go up and talk to him, he'll talk to you about whatever, you know. And you should do that so he gets to know you did Matt prefer reporters to whisper to him questions, or did he respect the ones who spoke with confidence more than the wormy whispers? Angry old guy. There's never, a lot of whispering going on. I never on. whispered to Holiday. I ain't scared of that guy. Yeah, there's a lot of whispering going on. Cole! Yeah? If this is the way you approach women, it's going to be a long life, big dog. What'd you do there? What, what of introducing myself? I thought you're you're pretty smooth talker, man. You don't that was stumble. Great. You've been actually really know. good. Jim, Jim, as my interviewing mentor, should I have introduced myself considering that I'm new to the show and haven't asked him a question before? Yeah, hey, I, Ace here. I think you should have. No, I like it. I think <laughs> hey, you should have. here. I think oh, you should Oh, he didn't say it like that. <laughs> I didn't, no. no, no, no. I didn't, hey, it's Ace. I didn't invent my own nickname. You're, not, you're right, you didn't. The problem, though, right. is that we're, we're kind of reinforcing it poorly. You did the right thing. Okay. But as soon as you did that... Charlie, Charlie jumped in to get his question. No, I'm, I'm, you had to do it, Charlie. You didn't talk enough. Yeah, I'm. I'm the guy that interrupts a lot oh. for sure on this show. <laughs> yeah, but at least, but at least when the guy just introduces himself, give him a little space there. Well, we had fun That's with the bad it, history. We had fun with the it's Cole here. Okay, Matt's one hey, of the guys. It's Cole here. Matt's one of the guys. I'll cut and it here's up. the thing. I'll cut it Cole. Up. Yeah. Every Flip time, every time that Matt is on once a week, once he gets to know you. And he starts chirping you. It's that's that's the fun of it. Yeah, no, I have no problem with you guys messing with me, and we can make it a running joke for sure. I oh, just wanted to know for one split second, just a serious moment. Hey, was I supposed to do that or no? Does that, that matter, homie? It's you're, fine. You're, you're gonna get chirped for everything it's just you do. A show everything right. you do, you're gonna get beaked for. Don't that's plan how it goes. anything. By hey. the way, that uh, entertaining interview was brought to you by the Post. Damn right, it was the official cheesesteak of Hot Take Central. Stay Post. Thank you, Post. Hey, Charlie, you toolbox. Let Seth talk. <laughs> Cole. First of all, it was Cole. And listen, Cole got his question in. Cole got his question Barely. in. We responded to the it's Cole here. That Poor changed guy. that changed the direction of the conversation. 
Come on there, now. There's a difference. When it's your first question, <laughs> as Cole. No, you're it's acting like he's a toddler. He's like, oh, hi, This is another Cole. thing. By the way, this is another thing I that, agree with that I will never do. That, oh, you know, uh, Seth and Cole, they're young guys. They're they're 12. Oh, no. Oh, Seth is what? How old are you, 27? Jimmy does not hold 28. Them, you're hold 28. Hold How old are you? 24. 24. I got sideways with this guy because I wasn't babying him. They're not young guys. I got sideways with this guy because I wasn't babying him. Time out. I baby Which everybody. I didn't ask You for. baby Seth like I've never yeah, seen you, in the you, beginning. You, not at all. You, you because tra- I was you, nice to him? You pampered him. Oh, because I didn't pick on him? No. No. Did I pick on him? Don't revisit it. I'm just going to get worked up. Charlie, when Cam goes on vacation, you do kind of babysit. Oh, this is hey, young broadcaster, here's Hi. an opportunity for Hi. you to host. Here you go. Here. I think we all agree. Here Charlie's a fraud. Go to break. <laughs> <laughs> See you again. You babied him. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, man, is it? You <laughs> didn't help that's him. Didn't First help. of all, it was a long-running joke going back several shows. This is 15, 20 years ago. The fill-in person always hosted. That was the joke. I did it for years. <laughs> Even on the other show, they have the fill-in guy host. That's always happened. That is not, oh, it's a little guy. No, that's always happened. When I would fill in, I always hosted the show. And no, okay, and who and said no that's the you point? didn't? And no one brought babied. up Seth. No one you him host it. TMA isn't here anymore. Let me ask you, Seth. Yeah. You yes about? or no? Do you think, maybe more so than the other panel, panelists, that Charlie... Kind of was a little softer with you. Yeah, but that's mainly because everyone else kind of gave it to me. Meaning I, I was a nice person. When I first no, started. Meaning like we treated you like one of the dais. Yeah. No, you picked up. Eh. We all get picked up. We chirp. I just chirp Cole about every, t- it, every it, time it, he walks in first, here. I no, call no, no, him no, a no, member I, of the crime family. I make fun of him for everything. It started even and out as the show went. But when it first started, I, I was definitely getting it. And then and I was saying some dumb stuff. And I still no, do. No, you weren't. We all do. But. I, never I was have. definitely the punching bag, and Charlie did actually stick up for me yeah, the most. Well, he's a good person. I'm a great person. He's I never asked person. anyone to baby me, by the way. I never said, hey, <laughs> he you guys swaddled need you. to he stop. Did. He, he did. swaddled he did. you, kid. He did. He babied you a little bit. And you bit. know what? You're better for just being part Exit. of the dais. Everybody gets <laughs> chirped. We all get chirped. No big deal. It's all There's good. There's definitely degrees Especially to this. Especially Cole. Which we won't get into. Okay, swaddler. Well, again, I'll mind my tongue for the show. But this gets back to Martin Kilcoin. Who used to always call me, hey, young guy. All right, Martin, if you're yeah. listening. That's not a compliment. No. That's my point. And at some point, hey, Cole, been in the game. He hosts every show. He produces every show. <laughs> Everything. He's here all day. Don't throw I'll the don't young guy at him he's like he's some child. Day. He's an adult. He's 24 years old. He's two well, or three years Well, don't cut him off then like removed. he's a child. No, I'm cutting him off because we're having a conversation. Let me ask you this. If uh, you're a young broadcaster... Boom. And uh, Martin had John, and let's say he was interviewing Joe Buck like he has a thousand times, <laughs> but it was your first time. And you were like, hey, Joe, it's Charlie. And then Martin immediately came back in to ask his question. Would he do that? No. Well, here's the give deal. Give space, the same space you didn't give Cole. No, actually, you're, you're 100% wrong. You are 1,000% wrong. If I, to Joe Buck, said, hey, it's Charlie. <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, oh, you think Martin would have let that go? No you way. You are so wrong. No way he would. You're the wrongest of the wrong I, I agree with Charlie on this. No, Carter's I'll tell you. Well, here. you just flipped. You I just fl- flipped like instantly. Um, well, what do you know? He's right, because Martin would say Martin something. Martin Kilcoin. Wrong. Nurtured Charlie. He nurtured all his number twos and number threes. <laughs> Martin Kilcoin has as a created four. a better media environment because of his nurturing. 
He's a nurturer. True story, though. Play says freeze a home run call. True story. Somebody wants to find In my entire career, I don't think I've ever said, hey, it's Charlie. That's all I'm saying. I haven't done that. But I love that Cole did You know why I did it? Because Cole was brought up earlier to Matt. So Cole wanted Matt to know who was talking. No, that's no, not I why didn't. I did. Well, I did want to know who was talking because he doesn't know who I am because I'm new to the show. Weren't you brought up before? Yeah, during I, the interview. Yeah, I asked him the question. I go, yeah. Cole think, doesn't think Jimmy should get a yeah. uh, ring. But even if he didn't still say that, that way, I still would introduce myself just so he because he might be like, whose voice is this? This isn't Charlie Camber Jim. So I, I just think people like to complain. I think you're right. You know, yeah. I think you're right. I think Very you true. Did a fine job. Thank you. I, I thought it was a fair question. I thought it was, it was a great fair question. to introduce myself, I know, I know and I won't do it next week. Now, Seth, do you have oh, any questions? Now, now you Matt? have to keep doing it. For Matt? Now it's going to be yeah. a thing. Okay, okay. No, so, now no, everybody I, has to do it. Now, every time we ask Matt Holly hey, a question. Hey, here. Yes. No, now we're going to do this. <laughs> no, I and it's going to be fun. My big contribution was supposed to be him to evaluate my uh, softball swing. We got a video of it, but yeah. somebody did it. One of my friends did it behind the fence. Yeah, they didn't do so it. So it was a really right. crappy So give me another one. I'll send it to him. Yes. Listen. If you want to ask Holiday a question, don't feel you have to take a back seat to Cole. I'm a little scared now with everything. Oh, and don't think Charlie's going to interrupt you every single time, too. Yes. So, like, you know, we'll, you could always just, this, you know, cut please, him off. Next, next week, please say, hi, this is Seth. Hey, this is no, Seth. No, I'm going to do that every time. We're all going I did to. that every interview. my first interview, actually. <laughs> hey, Ironically, I, I did introduce myself. All right. So. We got to get going. Good job, Jake. Hey, Jimmy, I'm glad you're back. Charlie, what do you got over there before we go? We good? No, we're not good. Oh, okay. We're not good until I tell you. They're bringing it back, baby. Schnooks is bringing it back. back. Remember, I told you about this a couple months ago. They're bringing back the STL City SC Player Pals Sweeper Stakes by Schnooks Rewards. This is exciting, all right? Schnooks, STL City Player Pals Sweeper Stakes. Okay, because it was such a hit the first time around. Here's what happens. It's open now through May 30th. Ten winners will be selected for the July 1st. August 30th, October 21st, matches. Winners will win a player pal spot for their 8- to 12-year-old kid plus a player pal spot for a friend or sibling who is also 8- to 12 years old. You get to walk out there on the pitch with the players. How cool is that? All right. Enter to win the STL City SC Player Pals Sweeper Stakes today in the Schnooks Rewards app. All right. All the information is right there in the beautiful Schnooks app. Hey, Cole here. All right, guys. Frankie's up next. Love all you guys. We will see you tomorrow. Hot takes on 59 Fan and 59fan.com. <laughs>